normal. Move it. Normal people. Normal people. Move it. so good to be back don't you guys think yeah i mean are we back (laughs) (laughs) i'm not yeah i'm also not sure about this yeah okay well this is a one-off then we'll uh you know this is a a backdoor pilot for a show that already exists (laughs) it has been a year since we've talked about birds of prey and in that year nothing has happened so Correct. let's not get anybody up to speed and let's just jump in. Um, instead of um, uh, using the normal try, which I'm assuming... Oh my died. god, I saw Birds of Prey in a theater, didn't I? Yeah, I know, I think right? that was the last movie I saw in theaters. It was! Yeah. It was. After that movie, Andrew was taken away in handcuffs. <laughs> but it had nothing nothing to do with the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> um... So we're, uh, instead of booting up the old Normatron, which I think is probably dead from loneliness at this point, um, we decided to just cobwebs. Cobwebs. Um, And we watched V for Vendetta, all of us on Andrew's HBO (laughs) Now account. Uh, Uh, Don't tell them, man. They'll shut it down. Ah, well, it was a good run. Uh, And we're back for this, um, let's call it a Christmas special, sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is Crisis at Jordan Tower. Am I right, guys? It's in the movie. That's that's pretty good. Oh, all of our UK listeners. I'm also a big fan of how this never works. The the name thing. We should have dropped this name thing. 150. No, <laughs> no, we no, shouldn't. I love it. Them, no, 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 no. Some of them are good. Okay. We're just not sharp enough. I, I, I didn't Jordan. know we were at that point yet. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. I need my outline. Where's the script? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> everybody, just be cool. Uh, we got laser last Andrew. <laughs> I knew that was being used. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> and I don't want to hear your lies, Alex. Which is ironic, considering Alex rarely lies. Yeah, um, and I'm always right about things, too. That's the crazy part. No, I don't think that's that. Uh, um, come on. So we decided to pick V for Vendetta to watch. Um, and before we actually go into uh, the, the the weeds here, the feeds, cut that, Andrew. <laughs> no, yeah, nope. yeah, that's um, not making it. To... Um, do, you, do either of you remember the first time you saw this? Under what circumstances? This would have been 15 years ago. So uh, you're forgiven if you don't. I'm, the way you phrase it makes it sound like you know the answer. Yes, it's an interrogation. <laughs> yeah. It's not so much that I know the answer, it's that I know that my I have a story about this and I'm just being fucking polite and asking you guys before I steamroll over your shitty anecdotes with my mildly interesting anecdotes. Alright, well let me go first. Mine is the least interesting. Uh, I saw I this movie I... on my television. Yeah, that that is correct. Uh, I, I I think it was like on DVD or something. I, I did not see this movie in theaters. That's my story. Well, I saw this in theaters down. in high school. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. This would have been right or right graduating. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. In fact, actually, I we'll post, I think this yeah. was. Yeah. Jordan, yeah. I think your story. Was, shut shut up. <laughs> no. Uh. So I saw this in Montreal with like. Um, I can't even call him friend of the show because there hasn't been a show. Um, um, well-wisher of the show, Zach, I think. That's fair. Friend of um, us. 
he and I just we, like we were we seen the trailers and we're like this looks like a fun romp. Um, and when we went there, we were. It turns out our audience was um, one of those cinema score audiences, which is um, basically they give you a card right at the start of the movie, and then at the end, you have to fill out a card about like what your favorite things are, and you have to give the movie like a grade. It, this is stuff that's done opening weekend, so that um, all this data can be presented, you know, by by Sunday or Monday, so you know what the general consensus about the movie is from John Q. Moviegoer. Yeah, from Jordan. Um, from Jordan. Um, so it was a packed house, and right at the scene where um, where V staggers back in at the very end of the movie when he's bleeding, it cut out. The um, the movie theater lost power, <laughs> uh, much to the shock <laughs> and rage of the audience goers uh, who started booing. Um, a representative from Cinema Score had to go out to the crowd and, <laughs> and say, plead with them. Is, yeah. yeah, for some kind of sanity. No, and say this is a technical issue with the theater. This does not reflect. Like this is this shouldn't be you. That's like <laughs> trying to salvage the focus group. Yeah, which yeah. was met with the chorus of as well. And um, I remember. They, they eventually got it working, and a lot of people were just talking about how they were going to give it an F. <laughs> <laughs> so that is why we never got V for Vendetta 2. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only reason why. That one instance. Yeah, you can thank Cinema um, du Parc, I guess, for that. Or... Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, whatever, maybe Atwater, whatever the forum used to be. Is that uh, Atwater? Yeah, well, we're losing right. our, our we're losing our Montreal fans. <laughs> yeah, Jay Baruchel turned us off a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can't, you know, he's mad at what we said about um, <laughs> NDG. Washington, yeah, yeah, NDG. Also, <laughs> anyone who lives there is no. Um, so before we talk about the actual business of this movie, I'm just gonna go on a limb and say, uh, regardless of this um, of the quality here. Uh, Andrew and I have a long-standing thing where um, if you meet someone and they tell you, uh, like, one of 20 movies is their favorite movie of all time, you know that you need to, like, take five steps back and just try and act like you've never met them <laughs> and just put that... Put that um, put that first encounter behind yeah, you. Yeah, as much distance between you yeah. and... Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, this isn't a bad movie by any stretch, but it's a lot like Fight Club, where anybody who tells you that Fight Club is their favorite movie <laughs> is not your kind of person. This is a PSA. All right, hold on. That's that. So uh, that's two movies. I, I want to hear like two more movies on this list. Oh I'm my god, Angie, do you want to take it next? Because I've got so many of them. Oh man, I mean, we can stick with the NMNP catalog and say like, if you really liked Wanted, like right, I, but, but slowly back. Nobody away. really likes Wanted. That's good. Though, yeah. I think that's. I don't think that's on the list, Jordan. Uh, Scarface. I, I think if if you Scarface genuinely think sure. Scarface oh, is like your god, favorite yeah. movie, you just yeah yeah. Mm, I see. Yes. Natural Born Killers. It's a good one. That's too. that's a really good one. Yeah. Um, these are like um, what a lot of people call. What, sorry, what Andrew and I have called um, um, like dorm room douchebag movies. Like when you first go into to undergrad and someone you go into someone's dorm room and they have a poster of this movie on the wall, you know there's <laughs> you turn around. 
Yeah. <laughs> Walk right um, back out of the room. Yeah. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. I was I'm looking for the RA. <laughs> we're, we're, we're almost at the point. So, I'll add a new movie to this list. Joker. <laughs> yeah. tells you Joker is their favorite movie. You you fucking book it. Yeah. You don't go anywhere near anybody who says that that's their like their all time favorite film. Yeah, you don't need to feel guilty about narking on that person to the RA. Like no. that's yeah. They had it coming. Yeah. yeah. Well, um However, unlike Joker, this is a this is actually a pretty good movie. Um, <laughs> but it's also a movie that's inspired just as many douchebags. Right. I yes. mean, you gotta. Yeah. You know, you have to. You have to let the internet get at it. It's true. If they don't distort and ruin it, it's not. Re- is it really culture? <laughs> yeah. No, it is not. Um, no. What this movie does that is um, atypical for. Um, any sort of comic book movie that um, of its era or probably of today's era as well is that it. This film's actually thoughtful is a word I would use to describe it. Hmm. Um, especially for like a mass market Hollywood product such as this, that is ostensibly um, an action movie with some uh, some poli- you know whatever problems you have with the politics of it, which we'll get to later. Um, I call it thoughtful because um, it's actually, you know, you you could argue that it's superficial, um, but within the context of 2005 and the kind of action movies we were getting, let alone, like, you know, what passed for superhero and comic stuff in that era, um, you didn't tend to get stuff that that probed beneath the surface much. Um, The... The typical comic book movie around this era was Daredevil, yeah. for example. Fantastic Four. Angley's uh, Hulk that were is... Uh... Angley's Hulk. Yeah. Like, the mid-2000s were not a great era for comic book movies until, you know, you could say Batman Begins showed up and then um, things, you know, and then, then a few years later there were also good movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this is not exactly what, what I would call the golden age of licensed content um, in terms of uh, superhero stuff. Yeah, you're looking at the waning um, years I, of a particular way to make these movies in 2005. Looking, yeah, yeah what, what you're seeing a lot in this era is um, a, like complete failures at bridging the gap between diehard fans and um, less informed like John moviegoer. Yeah. Um which yeah. resulted in tons of just like eye-rollingly campy drivel and um like just play like you mentioned Angley's Hulk like playing with the stylistic confines of a fucking comic book and thinking that makes an entertaining movie. This this wasn't a great time. Like like it's a proving on this time. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. We've ranked on the mid-90s as being pretty bad for, for comic book movies, but the, the mid-2000s weren't much better. Yeah, no, but, but I guess the difference between those two periods is uh, a confidence in the audience. So, like, you're still, there is an audience, I should say. So, you, like, you're seeing in the 2000s a lot more money and a willingness to go to less commercially obvious material, right, at this point? Like, that's sort right. of the difference. Like, the I, 90s, you'd just great. be... I, yeah, like that's Batman and things that you... That's super good. Yeah, stuff that you know has a built-in audience from the movies, whereas the 2000s, it's like, all right, people will see stuff based on a graphic novel. Let's 
put, you know, a fair amount of money into some of these adaptations now, but they still like didn't have, it's still effectively the same style of movie just with more money. Yeah. But you know what I think has a lot to do with that is the fact that, um, um, you, you can view something like this as, as like an active response to, um, this socio political realities of this era. This um, is a Bush era movie. Yeah. It is for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, what I feel like that was something that was active and still with, with, with Marvel stuff at this time, um, they were trying to sort of cultivate a, um, like, like a fake nostalgic timelessness to it to make it like, not look like it's, from any era like it could be from you know it's just the the hulk story it's not actually like you know saying anything about the world in which we live in Mm. um but but this you know this is one of the first um superhero movies of the 21st century to actually attempt that so it's you know comic book and superhero so it's it's a nice change of pace. Even if we hadn't taken a break for a year, it's still a, a good change of pace to do something that actually seems to have a purpose rather than um, <laughs> making it in order to uh, avoid losing the licensing rights. Yeah. <laughs> and it, that is a plus. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we might as well actually jump into the, uh, the, the realities of, of life in this uh, bygone era of the, the mid 2000s um so obviously all movies to some extent and especially the good movies reflect the values and concerns of the circumstances in which they were made that's how it works um so what were the big concerns in 2005 there was um you know fears about authoritarian governments um there's um a lot of fear of terrorism and civil unrest and bioterrorism and um a lot of media radicalization like there's some like fox news sort like yeah for sure a lot of um a lot of distrust of like your neighbor and the, the the fear that that radical extremism could be right next door and perpetuated by someone who you know would give you no indication that they adhered to that ideology as as i say this we're we're over all of this stuff in the 2020s there's no worry about yeah, it thank god that. that's done with right <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's the world achieved total peace in the year 2017 so it's so right. weird to look back at it um so yeah like uh, one of the big things is is civil liberties versus government control right like that's that's what's at the core of this film and and that was a big concern with like Andrew said, Bush era politics and yeah, surveillance you know, you state sort of acts, yeah, surveillance states, everything like that. Yeah. Um. So let's start off with that. Then, do you think that this is actually um, reflecting those times? You were both alive during it. It's so weird to look at this as like <laughs> a study in history, but but do you think? Do you feel like this is actually um, reflecting that anxiety effectively? I think. Uh, oh, go ahead, Acosta. Yeah. I, I guess my my question is: when you say, "Is it reflecting that effectively?" Do you mean like, is this a good reflectively? <laughs> <laughs> That's reflecting things effectively. Oh, now I understand. 
No, I yeah. mean, if you mean that is... Um, <clears throat> let me start over. If you mean, is this a intelligent response, then yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think, like, there is some thought happening here. Some brain power, some, some brain cells were sparking, for sure. Um, if you mean, like, does it... I think I think there's some. I here here's 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 my thing, right? Uh, this is gonna sound a little negative, but I I do think there's some like chaff From here. You no way, right? No, yeah, no, no, no. I I think I think this there's some stuff that like gets in the way of it being a allegory, and and I think they're you know trying to have it both ways, right? Have the obvious uh, themes happening while also trying to smuggle it into a big action movie, right? With some, like, crappy CGI fight scene stuff. Um, right. And you're also working, obviously, like, this goes without saying that you're also working with original material that is from the 80s. So, um, you... So, yeah, you you're, you do have to, like... Uh, we, we definitely mentioned that when we were watching this, but some of it has been sort of retrofitted to accommodate... Um, newer concerns, and also <laughs> that's putting it lightly. Yeah, it yes. is. It is radically a departure yeah. from the original philosophy and the the original themes of the story. Yes. Yeah. That's uh, that is in the service of what I think we could call making it palatable, right? Because um, um, I would disagree with that. I think I think like the action movie stuff makes it palatable to people. I I don't know that like you, you know. Joe moviegoer is 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 looking to the themes of the movie so much to determine whether they're gonna enjoy it or, or watch it or whatever. I think it yeah, it, it, it does make it more relatable to them for sure. But um I think that's a byproduct of changing the themes to something that the writers actually cared about. Um or that a mass so audience. Uh, actually take. that's yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's I, I, mm-hmm. No, sorry. Go ahead. I didn't want to cut you. No, off. no, no, no. Let me hear. Because when we mention um, Joker, like you kind of have the inverse of what you were saying there, Alex. Where, where in V for Vendetta, the action stuff is designed to make it more palatable, and the message is secondary. But I think <laughs> that with, with Joker in you know the late 2010s, you have the message at the absolute forefront, and the beats of the story themselves become less important. And the action is, is certainly downplayed in a movie like that, which isn't an action movie at all. So it's, it's neat to sort of, um, to, to, to view this as a starting point because it did inspire so much, like, you know, what you could argue as superficial uh, appreciation for the, for the, um, the content here. But I, you know, do you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, it's neat to watch the, the, the evolution of that and, and see maybe ideological messages becoming starting small and then you know snowballing it to something like Joker. Maybe. I, I, uh, hmm. I guess I would ask, do you think Joker could have been made without V for Vendetta? I yeah. don't think so. Really? I, I mean, hmm. I think that I think. No, oh, I think this was really the start of something. I I would argue with Alex saying that the action is at the forefront and the the sort of 
meaning of it is is secondary. I I think that there's large stretches of this movie that have zero action at all and are all about. Oh, Jim. to to clarify a bit, I think that the themes are not there to make it palatable. Specifically, is what I was saying. I I think that's what the like more conventional story beats are for, and not just the action, also the like aspects of romance that we complained oh. about as being kind of damn-fisted. Uh, they they don't they don't make a lot of sense and they don't really work but they're there because like that's what you put in movies right that's what people want to see in movies yeah yeah um so I I think that kind of stuff that and the action scenes uh are there to make people want to see the movie and I think the thematic stuff is there for the writers like that's why they want the movie to exist but I I I, I do think that you're right about Joker where yeah I think the th- themes that are in there as muddled or confused as they sometimes are uh are definitely like a hook for people but i i am like andrew said was going to say i'll let let andrew kind of fill this in because i'm curious to hear um that joker could have been made without v for vendetta and i think i kind of agree with that i think i think joker's more a result of uh well i'll just say (laughs) that's the fuzz yeah they've got some problems (laughs) with your joker yeah yeah yeah, don't give me up. Don't give me up, Andrew. Don't give me up. Yeah, <laughs> Andrew's guy box mask and cloak just arrived. Yeah, yeah. you guys didn't get that um, UPS package too. Um, <laughs> oh no, I haven't. I just haven't checked the buzzer yet. So, yeah, uh, yours would have been stolen from the lobby. The oh, yeah, there's a lot of package theft in my building, so uh, someone else must be getting it. Yeah. Uh, no, but I, I, I think I think Joker is the result of very different uh, cinematic trends or, or audience I trends. Put it took the words out of my mouth. I totally agree with that. Yeah, that's it's really? it's. I think it's it's riding different. Yeah, as Acosta said, trends in cinema. I don't see them as like that even close politically. Like V for Vendetta is a lot more cogent in terms of what it's saying <laughs> politically. Yeah, where Joker is. A little I more agree. muddled, I, I think. I don't want to speak I, no, for Andrew. Yeah, but, but they're both... Mm-hmm. No, go. Go, Alex. I was going to say, to me... No, I'm not going to do that. But my take <laughs> on Joker is that um, it's more of a... Uh, it's, it's, it's bringing, like, a prestige character study treatment, which is, first of all, people are getting more, like... I think I think it's more okay to be a film snob kind of light film snob light and still be like a cool dude. Um, and I think, I think Joker, the appeal for a lot of people is bringing like a, a kind of like prestige to their fucking meme character. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, for sure. But I, but I also do think that I, and I'm not saying that this, that this movie was, was single-handedly responsible for anything, but I also do think it's very interesting that, that this came around the same time as um, as Batman Begins, and you actually started to get, which was pretty much unheard of up to this point, you actually started to get um, comic book adaptations that cared remotely about the psychology of the characters on screen. This movie does care about it. I, I, the psychology itself is muddled sometimes, but but I think it's interesting. I think that ended up leading to Joker because you've got movies like V and, and Batman Begins and Dark Knight, which... Um, which yeah, are 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 interested in these individuals as more than cardboard. Um, like, like 
comparatively, I, 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 I see where you're taking it. No, like, for sure. Like I, yeah. I, I see where where you where you have some some um, resistance to that idea, and I definitely do think that the that the you know 2020s film snob aspect is a big aspect of why Joker is like caught on the way it did. Um, but I do think that 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 even the best stuff that was coming out of um, like the best stuff that 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 was coming out of um, comic book movies around this time was from DC properties, which is unheard of by today's standards. <laughs> and um, and then you also had, meanwhile, you had X Men, which is like, you know, good. Those movies, those first two movies are good, but how interested they are in the affairs of their characters can be debated unless you're Andrew in which they're the best movies ever made. <laughs> I think we're all on board with X2 being great. Um, but it doesn't, it doesn't probe as deep as this. Does. No, I mean, uh, granted it has a cast of, of 45 characters and you've got to make time for the old uh, leaving mystique to die. That's yeah, five minutes over and, and, and over and over again. Uh, I mean, I, but still... I, I, I like, that, yeah, I like that this went deeper is what I, I guess I'm trying to say. Sure, How but deep remains to be seen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think it necessarily delves that deep. It's more of a that's more of a, a statement relatively about the kinds of movies that are in the uh, NMNP uh, library. That this mm-hmm. is definitely one of the most thoughtful that we like periods that we've seen. Yeah, uh, but I will say what what like what are the I'll... other movies on that path to Joker? I just don't see the ongoing influence of this in comic book movies. Like I see, think it's an outlier both going forward. Like I mean, I I think that yeah, yeah maybe an outlier is more. Well, well, let, I mean, I uh, I, I is there anything else like, aside from Joker that you think like owes a lot to this movie? The, the missing link in the genetic chain. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even. Yeah, like I, I think that this set the groundwork. Obviously, what led to Joker was was the Christopher Nolan stuff and the and the um this you know seminal Jared Leto performance in Suicide Squad that renewed <laughs> the, the flagging interest in that Good character. Lord. Um, I'm not trying to elevate this to sort of some sort of um like Mount Rushmore of comic book movies, but I, I do think that this is the start of of Although I'm sure you can get a t shirt where I'm sure you can get a t-shirt of Mount Rushmore wearing some V mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Teddy like, Rose, exactly. Hot topic yeah. on, like, all, of them, all of them are Guy Fawkes. Yeah. 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 Um, That's so many profile yeah. pictures on so many <laughs> awful social media networks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you could argue that a lot of it is superficial here, but... Um, but yeah, because it's I, sort of a grab bag of... Um, political issues and like social issues from the mid two thousands. Like I don't, for sure. Yeah, which is more a product of it being at, uh, adapted from, you know, a different time period, and also like if I recall the source material, like they're dealing with like a nuclear winter. It's a lot more like grim and different than the setting they've picked for this. But what does the, what does make this different from, like? You know, for, um, first of all, I want to preface this by saying that this is in no, in no way more fun to watch than, like, you know, modern MCU stuff, which is entertaining and good at the same time. Um, but <laughs> a rare what, what, what I appreciate about this, I guess I should say, is that 
it does actually have the cojones to say something. Like, so there's so many, um, you know, movies of the late 2010s and that we've talked about many times, which were just sort of afraid to engage in, <laughs> afraid to just, like, rebuke certain shitty things because they didn't want to alienate, you know, the, mm-hmm. four, the 75 million people in this country who are on the wrong side of history. So, um... It's nice to see a movie that actually opposes um, opposes sort of the the more repressive war on terror politics and and um, actually says something about um, excessive government control and brutality and fascism and everything like that. Having said that, they do rely on a lot of shitty imagery. They do um, fleece a lot of concentration camp imagery for dramatic effect, which I think is dirty pool in my books. Um, I think that it's, it's not exactly subtle in any capacity. No, but yeah. You, the Norse fire party is, yeah, you can draw very easy parallels. Exactly. Yeah. But it, it, it's, it's just more of a sad indictment of our current world um, where to say that fascism is bad explicitly in a movie is, is like a, uh, like a heroic <laughs> yeah whereas in reality it's a lot more cartoonish yeah yeah and yeah. Uh, it's just you know this this movie isn't going to get any any points for for um being understated though it does have some nice moments of of you know quiet that are surprisingly emotionally affecting like like the scene where um V is killing the, you know, the the coroner person um, who is responsible for untold pain and hardship in his life. And I think that the Valerie stuff is really good, too. I think that that's actually emotionally affecting. Yeah. Yeah. They they picked um, a, a so, good yeah, thing to she, take from that comic. Yeah. Right. That moment. The, uh-huh. the, the, you know, and it's it's obviously up to your to, to, to the audience to determine whether emotionally affecting is also emotionally Should, should we give a, a brief flyover of what these things you're talking about are? So that Why don't you do it, Alex? Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, you, you think I watched this movie? Oh, he's calling my bluff. No, Resident he was, Summarizer. Um, yes. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah. Um, well, in the brief, I think you're the Resident yeah. Summarizer, Jordan. Yeah. yeah no, <laughs> I don't Jordan. Have a bad Resident Summarizer. I don't do it well. Alex, oh. Alex, We've we've been over. Well, this. let me let, let me attempt my best. When when Jordan says the coroner scene is a quiet moment, that is uh, very good. It's it's scene where, um, since we haven't particularly talked about what this movie is for the uninitiated, oh, run it back. Give me the uh, give me the elevator pitch for this movie, Alex. <sighs> Come on. Oh, like <laughs> twenty five words or less, man. Bit, or do you actually want me to summarize this movie? I, I've, I, I think I need to summarize. Oh, I want you to sell me this movie, Acosta. Sell you this movie. All right. Tell it to me. All right. Well, um, it's got a bunch of punching. Nope. It doesn't have a lot of punching. Wait, wait. Does it have punching, or does it have a lot, like a lot of punching? You know, it had some punching in it, okay, but it's okay. got some some mystique to it. Oh, buildings blow up a lot, and right. sometimes no. Like oh, I'm on board. All right. Phew, I think. Think they're gonna buy it, guys? I think I think yep. we're in there. Um, this is a movie about a, a terrorist named V, uh, 
you know, near future, by which I mean, like, near past. Did they say what year it is in this movie? I forget. Um, The future. The not-too-distant future. The not-too-distant future? Oh, that's when the best movies take place. Um, They should have gone with a Meteor Man approach of, like, now. Yeah. Now. (laughs) Leave you remember that it's great. How could you? I'll How remember you that forever. It? How do you remember it at all? It's gone. It's gone. It's, gone. it's not gone. Meteor right. Man is not gone. He's in our hearts. Yeah, and like There's not too far from powers, us. Yeah, his powers may have waned, but he, he remains yeah. with us. Yeah, it's a singularly bizarre moment that I share with both of you, where we are talking about a movie, and I adamant for the first two seconds that I've never even heard of it, let alone seen it. And then I get like a flashback. It's like an implanted memory. Too many of the movies we've seen could have been mistaken for fever dreams. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we saw at least one Swamp Thing movie and I'm not going back to check. Or sometimes I just get an image of like, of like, like, like Hugo weaving, like, not, sorry, I meant Yeah. I get Hugo Weaving and Hugh Jackman confused. (laughs) I see, you know, Hugh Jackman riding a train and something. I'm like, which fucking movie is this? Oh, yeah, it's obviously The Wolverine. The Wolverine, duh. Yeah, The Wolverine. Uh, Better get you Wolverine. Like, I got a terrorist named B who uh, lives in a very fascistic London, England. Um, and he wants to liberate the people from this authoritarian government, but he also wants to get some revenge on the way on the people who uh, tormented him, tortured him. I, uh, I'm sure I know why. Uh, I think he was just like a political dissident at some point, and they experimented on him uh, and many other were they experimenting on him to create the chemical weapons that they used to stage the fake terror attacks? Uh, that was the reading I got of the movie. Okay. Yeah. okay. That's what yeah. I thought was happening. Um, uh, I, I was so far you got funny, it, I think. Yeah, I, yeah you're right. a really funny reason why I wasn't paying attention to the movie, but I actually had nothing. So I'm just going to move on like that never happened. I have, um, I have one for you. I have one for you if you want. Oh, yeah. yeah. Why was I not paying attention to this movie? It's really hard. You only see so much of the movie from behind your own Guy Fox mask. Well, you guys weren't wearing yours? We, yeah. I thought we were all going to... Oh, this is embarrassing. Um, so, we should so, have worn them for the, for the recording Yes, my Guy Fox mask is N95 certified. It's great. Yeah. Oh boy, yeah. topical. That's, it's assholes like you that buy all the N95. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those are meant for the real anarchists. Enter Nendetta. Get enter. Get out. The scenes that Jordan was referring to earlier, before we got waylaid. Um, one of one of the people that V gets his revenge on, he uh, does in a distinctly non-violent manner uh, because they have repented of their sins. They feel horrible guilt and shame over, it, and you get a good scene of the two of them having a heart-to-heart, maybe question mark. Um, she still gets killed, though, obviously. Yeah, she she still dies, but there's yep. mercy in it. It's it's a painless. 
death uh, mm-hmm. by poison, I guess. Yeah, it's like way um, more nuanced than anything we usually see in these movies. Yeah, <laughs> and that's something that takes it above and beyond anything in the like the rest of the century so far. By and large, there's obviously some ex- uh, exceptions, but uh, and nuance not not at the the top of the priority list for Guardians of the Galaxy two. No, actually, that that might have been oh my God. the worst MCU movie to pick for that example. Okay, um, why, tell me about the nuance in Guardians Two. Can we not? Yeah. Well, you yeah, still let's, uh, let's, like let's just not do yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> so keep going. You see, the bad guy's name is Ego, and uh, oh, the characters boy. you see they're not getting along because they. Uh, this is funny. You're gonna laugh, actually. Uh, I want a Jungian reading of Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy Two, Acosta. Enough of this um, Freud. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay, never, let yeah, me, you, you, hold on. I got to I got I got to change textbooks down here. <laughs> <clears throat> no. Um yeah, I don't know if, I don't know if I need to jump up to the the other scene that Jordan mentioned uh that was good the what's her name Victoria stuff? Uh, Valerie. Valerie. Yeah. It's a V Valerie. name. Yeah, you're close enough. Yeah. Victoria is the queen Acosta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not Canadian. I don't have to know that stuff. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's the only way I could get a job with the federal government. Yeah. <laughs> Recite the names of the queens. Um, yeah. Forwards yeah. and backwards. Yeah. So so yeah, the the, the Valerie scene is is charting a, another political prisoner who was um um incarcerated and horribly tortured because she was gay. And yeah, and it's kind of a look at the life of like just people who are, you know, fall on the wrong side of this, again, authoritarian government and, and gives you a little window into just how it happens, how things like fall apart. Right. Yes. And this is where I'm not saying that this is a, this is a sophisticated, necessarily like sophisticated, you know, portrayal of a non heterosexual relationship, but any depiction of, of, any sort of romantic relationship other than heteronormative ones in comic book and superhero movies are it's remained to be extremely unusual in the late you know in the early 2020s so um yeah i'm sure they're gonna do uh i mean even going to the present it's still pretty rare to see it like addressed directly oh sorry you were just saying yeah he said said 2020s oh sorry sorry yes yes you are on the right side of history. I know it's hard to remember a year or a decade. What year is it? Uh, um, I'm sure. I'm sure they're gonna do like. A, have, have they done that yet? Have they done like? You remember when Disney did that? Like, there's gonna be a gay character in Beauty and the Beast live action remake. It's gonna be a big moment. Our first out yeah, gay character just- or something. Uh, yeah, it was just like it was just like nothing. Yeah, have they done that for the MCU yet? Have they been like big gay right here? We got all the gay for you gays out there, and have they have they tried that? No, no gay superheroes yet. I haven't been keeping track. There's still not. I I can't think of any off the top of my head. I could be completely wrong, but they're still um. They're still using it for cheap titillation, mostly, if it's even there at all. And they, at the end of the day, the characters are definitely paired up in terms of, you know, 
what what would offend the least amount of people, which is what I was talking about. It gets back to what I was talking about before in terms of this movie's bold statement that fascism is bad. Yeah. <laughs> and that still puts it on, like, in the upper yeah. 10% of, like, political movies that we've seen. Yes. Um, yes. It's, it's, it's rare for any comic book movie still to have an actually semi-coherent message at all. Um, not all of them need it, but it's, it still remains unusual in my experience. Um, mm-hmm. and especially, um, <laughs> like, cause what, like winter soldier you know, is like, as yeah, it's sophisticated but, just because they're like, <laughs> Hey, mass surveillance, uh, maybe not a great yeah. thing. Yeah. You, you think also about have it. No ideal, right? Guys. I mean, you could also argue at the end of the day. Um, and I think we actually might've done this when we were talking about this movie way back when, um, but then you actually get stuff like the Dark Knight Rises, which you could you could probably argue is borderline pro fascism, but that seems to be an entirely other <laughs> Certainly it's been read as that many, many times. Um and I, I don't dispute it's, that. It's pro keeping police above grounds. Yeah. Which <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but it is it's 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 it is something that's endemic to to the entire superhero Thing in general and it's one of the reasons why my wife is so resistant to to watching this stuff for sure is because there's definitely ways to look at this material as like you know the one man who is above the law and can decide <laughs> what everybody without any sort of consultation and obviously you know in this movie you have a character who's also doing that yeah I mean, um, we've talked about Brad Bird plenty of times on this show. Oh, that's so, true. That's yeah. true. That's yeah. There are yeah, people who are better than us, time. and yeah. they... Yeah, Tomorrowland. Yeah, and any time that we protest their power, uh, we're doing our society we're, a great we're disservice. Really yeah. Back. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why can't yeah. we just be content to be, like, guided by our superiors? Come on. Exactly. Just remember where um, you were the day the world met the Superman. The <laughs> Superman! Oh boy! If we talk about the worst moments in the show, that yeah. might be one of them. <laughs> um, also, just one more thing on this before we uh, we keep going. I I noticed a movie on my list called Saban's Power Rangers. It took me like thirty seconds to realize what the fuck that was, <laughs> and that we've already uh, seen it. You remember yeah. the yeah. Angel Balls skydiving contest? Oh wait, no, Saban's Power. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Not the I one with Bulk and Skulk, yeah. <laughs> I want Bulk and Skulk. Yeah, just two idiots with a pickup truck, I think. Right. Is that movie, yeah. Uh, yeah. Bullies, am I right? Um, <laughs> yeah. Only yeah. bullies. They, um, can, I, can I go on a tangent? What if the bullies were the government, guys? Think about that. <laughs> Whoa. You, Wait I, a minute. are wearing your Guy Fox uh, this is a quick PSA. If you know any subversives, uh, uh, report them to your local <laughs> fascist shithead governor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll start our NMMP yeah, we'll citizen hotline soon enough. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a concerned citizen? <laughs> what they call the cops in this movie? It was in the first... Fingermen, yeah. I think. Fingermen, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. They, they... NMMP Citizens Hotline is just... We need to do it. Yeah, It's a 900 number, obviously. Yeah. If, if you find anybody people, who really likes the yeah. movie Joker, please call us. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's... it's, it's when do you go to, sub, to report a subversive or a shithead? Yeah. Yeah. Either yeah. of those. 
Yeah. Fight club, fight club fans, anything. We, yeah. Yes. <laughs> you rat him out. You think on him. We'll get him. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, that's that. that. <laughs> One way or another. That's what we took away from this movie. Yeah. Call one nine hundred NMNP rat. Yeah. Nine hundred. You wanted to go on a uh, on a tangent, Alex, and and I've I've consulted with Andrew, and we've. <laughs> oh well, the moments passed. I was gonna say a Power Rangers thing. You want to hear a Power Rangers thing? Uh, when they had to add a Power Ranger, because it, ha- it sure has been. They've already announced another Power Rangers movie that's coming out in the, the future. So you literally love to see it. I yeah. can't wait. Uh, no, when sorry. they were forced to add a a Power Ranger from Saban's Power Rangers uh, movie into the recent uh, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid fighting video game. Yes. They elected to go with Cenozoic Blue Ranger, the unseen Blue Ranger that presumably existed during the flashback era when, like, uh, Brian Cranston was fighting Rita Repulsa or whatever. You guys remember the plot? Like, I, I vaguely do. So, like, the Blue Ranger that's killed off screen in the first, like, six yes, seconds of that movie. he never appears in the movie. You just have to assume he exists. And they were like, uh, let's go with that one for the video game. That's a bold choice. I respect that. <laughs> we got that's them out of having to yeah. reference that movie at all. There was not a chance. I would have ever remembered that Brian Cranston was in that movie. Like, 0%. <laughs> I forgot that he had anything to do with you it. You know, which one of us watches the movies? It's you, Alex. It is it's me, wait. I said that like it was news, but it was not. Um, Andrew, you said that this movie is impossible to see with fresh eyes. Um, and the context was that it's being, like, really unusual to reconcile this with 2021. I mean, it's just, we've seen, like, 15 years of that mask in particular being appropriated by, like, just a wide variety of different, like, extreme causes. So it's, like, it's impossible to not see that and have just, like, memories of, like, memories that are both funny and horrifying basically come to mind. Hey, that also speaks of our show. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, I... I also think that if you are sense, if you're thinking of watching this movie again and you're sensitive to scenes of pandemics, uh, don't watch. <laughs> maybe maybe sit it out because um, yeah, this is a 2022 movie. Yeah, for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is when they'll remake when it on done. HBO Max. Yeah. Oh, probably. Yeah. Um, I feel like we have to talk about the love story before we move on. It's real bad. Yeah. Um, and it's this movie is worse for it because it comes out across as so disingenuous to me. And I don't know if they were trying to make it like a throwback to the fact that V himself is so based on like romanticized nostalgia for old movies and old pieces of British history. But it just doesn't work. It's it's borderline creepy, in fact, uh, especially considering that, um, you know, it's, it's essentially Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> It it's seems really confused. Um, yeah. I I don't know if I agree with that necessarily, although I can see how you would take it that no, way. Argue, argue with me. Uh, here's my argument is that um, she's all set to leave after he tortures her. Hold on. Wait a minute. I'm rethinking yeah. my position. <laughs> uh, he, she's all set to leave. Um, and then he's like, no, 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 no. Um, 
Valerie was a, a real person and she realizes that like, oh right, yeah, this like is actually happening out there and it's like affecting all these people and you know, individually reaching out and like wrenching them out of their happy lives and, and ruining everything, right? Like I, I, I think that is an actual like belief that she holds as a character. So I don't think it's necessarily just like Stockholm syndrome, like like there's no indication that she is grateful for that experience like you would expect out of Stockholm. Like like Stockholm syndrome is like thank you for letting me go. You're a good person after all, right? Um I, I, that's I probably not exactly correct. Actively, yeah, actively sympathizing with your captors, which right, is right, right, right. what she does. That that's that's fair, but it is it is like pretty pointedly due to like a a philosophy, right? It is not just like connecting as a human being with V, who does not at all present as a human being. What's that? Oh, there's like nice romantic dance sequences between the oh, two oh, of them. Oh, sure, for sure, for sure. Sorry, let me I, let me be I, more I specific. And say yeah. I'm not talking necessarily about the like. Yeah romance of it i'm just saying like there there is a, there is an aspect that is like could have perfectly worked non-romantically and makes sense right it would have been uh, better for it i think oh yeah absolutely um but yeah they i it is just kind of like like a checklist item yeah it, it seems all in service of making a more marketable movie uh and yeah. yeah um and yeah i'd say that like the imagery of v was more just like convenient to just sort of like hang some romantic ornaments on than actually like a real commitment to making that a connection right. between those two characters. For uh, sure. and, 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 yeah. and, and I think kiss like that, the weird kiss they have at the end makes me make my fucking skin crawl. Like it's so yeah. gross to me that that's any sort of dynamic between the two of them, yeah. especially since. Yeah. I mean, if, if you want to be yeah. generous, you could read it as, um, he is still in that moment symbolic of the ideas that he stands for, right? That's why she's not, like, lifting the mask Spider-Man style to kiss him. She's kissing the mask itself because, like, the, the person doesn't matter. It's the idea, right? Yeah, that's so, what like, they're again, that's, that's, that's probably being generous, but I'm sure that's, like, what they were going that, for. That absolute, right? That's how I read it, at least. Yeah. There, is, there is no way that a, that, that a studio executive didn't request a spider-man kiss scene like live like just let let's just see the list yeah like like they're in the yeah. like yeah that email yeah. exists like absolutely <laughs> um yeah just a few <laughs> random thoughts new york yeah that's why funny. doesn't v have any superpowers <laughs> um no, it, it, so so i that is a huge knock against this um what is great, or for me at least, I, you, you two can disagree. Um, I think Hugo Weaving is exceptionally good here, however, which is, you know, it's always great to, to make something interesting. Like, to have a good performance when you can't use your face is yeah. very impressive. Um, yeah, yeah, either way you cut it. Golden, yeah. yeah, golden era of Hugo Weaving, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> um it's yeah, almost the, the, the weave heads agree with you there. That's definitely the golden era. Oh, yeah. yeah. Weavers, obviously. Yeah. The weavers. <laughs> the Sigourney weavers. It was the era <laughs> of the Hughes and Hugos in Hollywood. There we go. Hugo Wood. 
Hugh. Yes. No. We'll just we'll cut that. Yeah. Yeah, that's not making it to air. It's it's almost a bit of a shame that um, he wasn't. You know, I guess he didn't have that much fun on on Cap One. By all accounts, he just sort of did it as a one off and had had absolutely no interest in coming back to to revisit the role in any later. <laughs> You're things. saying that wasn't him in Endgame and Infinity what? War? What? Um, huh? it, honestly, the love story. What it makes me curious about is to watch the trailer for this movie because I I'd have to imagine. The trailer is, is nothing like the movie. It's all exactly <laughs> just knifing and kissing and explosions. <laughs> yes, you, you got it, Acosta. Yeah. And him doing the the V words speech, right? It's got to be in the trailer, like him introducing himself with all those V words when he does that. Yeah, like all all the clips the from the trailer are from like five minutes of the movie, probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, um yeah. yeah. Any last thoughts before we move on? Before it was the the book on this uh this this classic. I've got a note about the overuse of Roman numerals, but that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to I think the cells in like V's in uh the detention center that V's in use Roman numerals <laughs> so that obviously he's in room five. Um, yeah. but yeah, I think I made a point of saying like outside of Caesar's palace, like nobody would ever vo- like number rooms with Roman numerals right. just out of sheer confusion. <laughs> like take this to room 15, like, duh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's oh, it. That's XL, all I got. Right? XL, that's, that's 15. Yeah. And then you go off to like room 40. Fuck. Yeah. I'm on the <laughs> fucking... Prison room, room fifty five, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't know where to fit this in, but I feel like we didn't talk about a lot of the things we would usually talk about for a movie. Um, here's here's a random tidbit. I haven't read it yet, but I plan to. But I know that the Count uh, of Monte Cristo. What's that? No, what? I like that. It's okay. I haven't read it yet. I haven't. <laughs> I haven't no, read I, it. I have not I read The read Count it. of Monte Cristo yet. Like, <laughs> I have you guys? Have you read The Count of Monte Cristo? I have not read The Count of Monte Cristo. Where's this beef coming from, Jordan? Why I mean, gotta, I've seen the Wishbone oh, episode, so I've got the gist of it. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fair. See, Andrew's in the know. Yeah. Um, but no, it, that is uh, Alex. That's also do mom. More like Alex do mad. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just like, <laughs> nailed it. Get out of here. <laughs> um. No, that that is also a story about a man who, you know, embarks upon a campaign of revenge against people who conspired against him. So I think there is like some deliberate choosing of that story. Mm-hmm. And maybe if I had seen the movie that he's watching, I, I'd be able to put together like uh, some more insightful thoughts on that matter because I'm, I'm sure there's a reason they went with it and I'm sure there's a reason also that they don't show him and Evie watching the parts where he's like plotting revenge just the parts where he's like heroically defeating the bad guy and like getting the girl at the end right like eh, there's probably something going on there but I'm not a very smart fellow so I, I couldn't really read into it beyond that sorry gamers they both have they knives have, um, they both want they revenge yeah yeah, yeah. 
They should have picked a much less dashing um, I have... movie. <laughs> what movie would you have picked? Um, oh boy, some dry period piece. Um, <laughs> it's like Howard's End. The age, is the movie. The age of Innocence. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I don't even know what would drive him in that situation. <laughs> that one, like, what would he take from that one, from Age of Innocence? <sighs> um, the, um, there once was a time other than this one. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got I will fess up to have never seen Age of Innocence. So, yeah. Um, <sighs> go for it, uh, Alex. What's your last thing? Um, there's not a lot of action in this movie, as you mentioned. It's not really an action movie, although I, I'm sure, again, if we watch the trailer, I'm sure it was sold as one. Um, it sure There's was. Sure the, was the, sure. the, 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 like, climactic action scene where he's, like, knifing a bunch of dudes in slow motion and twirling all over the place um, is really bad, in my humble opinion. Maybe I'm, <laughs> oh, like... It's, uh, Alex Acosta action yeah, yes. I didn't want to, like, invoke it myself, but... Uh, we let you down there. Sorry, man. Use one. Uh, it's okay. I forgive you guys. It's been a while. You're rusty. In um, this case, it actually is literally an action minute for this movie. Yeah, it's straight up. So that that whole thing is in slow motion, but I'm pretty sure they also just like... This is going to sound really dumb, but they just like did it in slow motion, right? When they were like acting that scene out, like filming it. Like I, 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 it's like when you're pretending to do the Matrix with your friends and you're like, whoa. And you're like pretending to do slow motion. I'm pretty sure they did that because it looks unnatural as hell. Like if you sped up that action, there's no momentum. He's constantly changing directions to stab people in ways that don't make sense. And like you wouldn't be able to do if you were actually fighting. Right. Are you with me so far? It's like we we threw around the term video gamey a lot during that fight scene. It was very video gamey, not just because of the big CGI, like blood splattering everywhere. I hope it was CGI. If that was like practical, like what are they called? Like squibs or whatever. Like, but they did. Yeah, they moved like enemies in a Ubisoft third person game, like waiting their turn. Yeah, at best, they moved like Ubisoft enemies. Um, no, and, and the way the it, way V it, moved, especially, though, he's supposed to be this, like, whir, whirring blur of blades, right, and movement and stuff, and it's... What's that? Excuse me, Jordan? Whirring blur. Yes. Whirling it's hard to say. It's hard to say, Jordan. You want to say some shit? Whirling and twirling them blades, man. We're going to have some, we're gonna yeah. have some whirling and twirling beef in a second, Jordan. Um, anyways, my point is, they should have just gotten someone to choreograph an actual fight you only need to take out like eight dudes you, you just choreograph the fight and then you do that in slow motion like something that actually looks like something you could do in real life and wouldn't require like the ability to turn off momentum for but limited then, periods of time but then you wouldn't get the just, cool like blade ghosting effect as it blurs you still could it would even be better probably because you would actually be like following these arcs that would make sense. And instead he just is constantly stopping and turning back the way he came. So like yeah. they can't even do the blade arc, right. And they have to constantly cut so that like he can start a new arc because his, his new arc is going over where the old arc would have been. I promise you, this is a real thing. I'm not just saying, no, no, no. I, I know it's very <laughs> like 
if you showed people other action scenes from like mid two thousand movies, like it would make mm-hmm. sense. Like a lot of that, like slow mo, tightly cut. Yeah, it like, doesn't matter. It, like how, it, like how nothing's real. It's yeah. overly choreographed and framed. It, yeah. Yeah, it kind it kind of is. Like it, it should have been. Either, it, it could have. It's either over or under choreographed. I can't That's even tell. True. It you might could be have under. Put more yeah. effort into yeah. it, or you could have put less effort into it. You could have just had somebody again, just do a a scene. Be like, hmm, yeah, take out eight guys. Okay, well, he could spin this way, spin that way, and then like throw this knife and then stab this guy. Okay, done. But instead, they're like, all right, he's gonna spin three times and do nothing, and then stop, and then cut this guy's neck with both knives. So all the spins did no- nothing to help him. At all. It lulled them into a false sense of security. (laughs) All the extra spins. Yeah. Yeah, it it, it did. (laughs) He'll try spinning. That's a good trick. (laughs) It's it's when you're fighting a video game boss and you're like learning his patterns, so you're like, okay, he spins three times and then he (laughs) It's like he accidentally inputted a combo V. (laughs) At that point he's like, Oh, I just needed a quick attack there, but all right, fine. Yeah. Still Oh, did I press up down left? Shit. Oh jeez. Okay. Yeah, oh, anyways, this animation's that's, long. That's my yeah. take. That yeah. that scene yeah. was distractingly bad, and I'm sure people really, really like it. I did not like it. May- and again, maybe I'm the the peasant brain, and it was actually really good, and like action aficionados really like it. My gut instinct was, why is he doing that? So that there it is. That the end. Yeah. The end. What is, he really needed is for uh, is for V to grab John Hurt by the toe. And mm-hmm. hurl him weightlessly across the uh, across the room <laughs> until he pulled over a series of other goons. Oh, he'd go through That's a right few here. walls, Jordan. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yes, I agree. Yeah. yeah, and they also should um, have instead of being in like a nondescript underground subway, they should have been like outside, but like on an infinite plane where like the horizon is on fire. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fire stage. Yes. Yeah. Where were yeah fire stage yeah where was the lava yes yeah. they accidentally set the environment choice on random so uh right. they got they got tube station yeah. this time not competitively viable band in tournaments actually yeah yeah you'll, you'll never see it in a dc movie either yeah they always and play on fire play, stage if you're playing as v in that level you blend in too well with the background <laughs> <laughs> it's soft band not at most fair. tournaments for yeah yeah, yeah. For the t- um, uh, let's uh, move on to our awards. Let's let's dust them off here. Um, it's been too long. A year is, without golden pounces, like what's- I know it's not even a year at all. Yeah. Um, the most normal moment awarded to the to a a, a scene of uh, let's say abject peculiarity. It's <laughs> uh, probably the best description we've ever had of it. I know, right? Yeah, time away um, did good. I'll start us off. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> during the uh, during the the um, let's okay. So 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 you've got Stephen Fry in this movie. Um, yes, and he Stephen plays <laughs> he plays an old pal of uh, of Evie's who has to have a death wish because <laughs> it doesn't explain why he acts the way he does. He's some uh, hilarious British troublemaker. In an authoritarian state, he's a variety show host. You still need yeah. you still need those even in a dystopia, right? Yeah. So they do, a, they do a, a whole thing where they're spoofing the the, the Grand High Chancellor, um, and then you just see a shot from John Hurt's 
like the, the, the old fucking Dr. Claw point of view, <laughs> where it's back. Um, and he's so mad that he crushes a glass that he's holding. It's straight out of um, Red Skull crumpling a newspaper yeah. in Captain America, the first Avenger. Can you tell me what's in the glass? Because I think it I makes it funnier. Milk, right? It is milk. Yes. Yeah. Milk? It yeah. is milk. You got it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yes. I mean, uh, those fascists—they they have a sense of humor, yeah. Especially about well, themselves. That, yeah. They need um, they need strong bones to, uh, <laughs> to stomping on liberties. Yeah. Yes. Uh, who's next? One of you is. Um, I mean, nothing's Andrew. as good as the milk glass thing. Like you claim, like Jordan went out of his way to claim it, which that's yeah. usually a sign of a a very so, normal moment. Yeah. Uh, so. Well, you know what? Mine kind of builds off of that. So, oh, yeah. So, Costa, yeah, you take it. When when they um come to like get Stephen Fry in the night and like disappear him for um his bad talk, his bad variety show routine, um, <laughs> they make the incredibly cliched line of "Not so funny now, funny man." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> That's what y'all went with that made it from, like, the first, like, the rough draft script to, like, the final script to, like, the movie. Y'all, y'all kept that one in, huh? I love that's, it. That's interesting. They should have had a scene where, like, he's coming yeah. home after the day of work and, like, as he's going up the stairs to his apartment, he's just like, oh, fuck, I knew I should have said this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he comes up with a way better line. <laughs> yeah, like, the fascist cop is like, ah, yeah, it's like, why didn't I say, yeah, why didn't so I say it's, like, looks like you're... Your broadcast license has been revoked. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would have got him. Yeah. Uh, Why did I say, like, now who has the last laugh? Damn it. Say who's laughing now. Who's laughing now? Yeah. Oh, Oh, God. That's what's going to haunt him. Yeah. You get your best um, um, oppressive um, brutality moments in the shower. Everybody knows that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Right, uh, I, and, and it's your, I mean, mine's not going to be nearly as good as those two, but uh, <laughs> there's another scene where uh, V is wearing a different mask to pretend to, uh, well, just to blend in while he's meeting with these cops secretly to give them information. Uh, and later, the cops realize that uh, it was a ruse and they didn't actually see V. And it has this like weird cutaway to the mask he was wearing at the time that was very obviously a mask, but... I guess fooled those guys, and it's uh, yeah, it's a funny looking mask in the daylight. It's a pretty funny looking mask. It is, yeah. I mean, it is pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I I just can't beat the milk glass and funny man himself, and our our resident funny, funny man, man himself, Alex Acosta. Yeah, yes. for sure. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And I think uh, unless anybody wants to nominate anybody else for their golden pounds, like there's um when 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 uh. Uh, Natalie Portman's character is released from the <laughs> her horrific uh, imprisonment um, and discovers that she's actually in V's lair the whole time. There's just a guard dummy <laughs> standing there, and it gets like a little like one second close up on the dummy's face, and it looks fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and I don't know why it's in the movie. And Andrew will have to spend like five minutes getting the perfect screen cap of that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I mean, there's only like thirty frames of it, so I'm sure it can't be that hard. Just yeah, I could like picture the frame though. Like it's exactly as it finishes panning up, and you see yeah. its stupid grinning face. Uh, see, what, what's going to happen, uh, loyal listener, is that um, our thread will light up at like 
three thirty in the morning, and you know, three weeks from now, and it'll be three possible pictures of this <laughs> of this dummy, and we'll have to pick one. Andrew, we'll we'll put it to a vote. Um, so that's that's a, a look behind the curtain to see how the process. That's right. This is run democratically. Out. This show. Yeah, <laughs> for better or for like worse. This yeah. World here. Yeah. 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 Um, so as we compile the uh, our lists, which, my God, a year away from it just makes me realize how insanely wrong it is. Anyways, um, <laughs> oh yeah, this is a uh, you know if you if you want to keep listening, please do. Um, we have a website, normalmovies.com, which I'm assuming is still up. Uh, um, last I checked. <laughs> download us on your zooms um join our discord channel it's called um (laughs) we should stop we shouldn't like lie about things we definitely could just set up if we wanted to (laughs) please yeah please please tell these lies i was gonna say i was gonna say if you do this it ends up like being set up by Andrew, don't don't make work for him. You're, yeah. No, I was going to say um, our, our Discord is Wall Street Bets. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. Jump into that Discord and tell him Jordan sent you. Yeah. Um, when Andrew puts this episode up in 2026, that joke will go over everybody's head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, this is please bother us to make more of this because I enjoy doing it, even if we're oh. all separated. And now it's time to uh, put this on the list. And as we um, go through these very accurate and up-to-date um, <laughs> collections of sound and reasonable opinions, uh, I want to remind everybody that we might have a website at normalmovies.com. And that's if you message us on any sort of device or product. <laughs> any device. And bother us. Anything. Yeah. Any, yeah. Um, then we'll do more of these, right, Andrew? Yeah, you just put that Engage taco phone right up to your head, shout oh into it, God. and we will make more episodes. You can also use our 900 number that we mentioned earlier to request episodes. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. If you, yeah, if you want more episodes and want to report uh, a fan of Wanted. Yeah, no, but uh, you got to do, you know, you you do, do two separate calls than that. We're, we're not gonna, People like, aren't going to remember two numbers. Yeah. Two ninety nine a second, five ninety nine for each additional second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Andrew, you're up. All right, uh, I'm gonna put this at fifty, uh, which is fifty. Um, wow. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I feel like this kind of falls into what I'd call Dark Knight Rises territory, in that it's still. A confused and not great movie, but relative to everything in NMNP, it's like top tier in some ways. Fair enough. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna put it below um, Spider-Man: Far From Home and above Big Hero Six. And uh, sorry for reference, Dark Knight Rises was three above this, or sorry, four <laughs> above this. V minus one above uh, this. Yeah. V- <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I guess I'll go next, because I think I'll be nicer to this than anybody else. Um, Mm -hmm. I think this is pretty good. Um, good material, good content. (laughs) Oh, no, hold on. (laughs) Oh, no. Nice tea. Thank you. You're welcome. 
We're keeping this part. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sweet. This is the human oh, element. Very sweet. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so nice. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so where did that Enough about the team. Yeah, I lost my yeah. plate. Oh, yeah. damn it. All right, I'm <laughs> going. I'll go. I'll go. You, you can finale. Okay, yeah, please do. Uh, uh, all right, this one does not fall beneath the uh, Thor of the Dark World barrier down into the uh, the doldrums. What are we? The mediocre Mesa? Mediocre it's not Mesa. going down The there. swamp, yeah. 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 Um, I think I'll put it at the new 45. Ooh. Or... Can you do that in Roman numerals, please? <laughs> yes, that would be... <laughs> 45 would be... I think it's VL, right? Do you start doing it backwards there, or do you do XXX? No, wait, it's 40. So that's... Oh, no, shit. Yeah. That's XLV. XLV, XLV, right? XLV, did I get it right? Uh, I'm going to have to Google Yo, this. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no, you got okay, it. Get, Did you? What was it, Acosta? You said X, XLV. Yeah, you got it. That's it. Holy smoke in the Let's go. Okay. <laughs> you uh, could navigate yeah. Caesar's Palace. That's what I I'm could saying. not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, show me Fall New Vegas. <laughs> I own that shit. I love how you four Vendetta with a four. That hey. <laughs> looking at my notes. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. I should have written V I V. There we go. <laughs> yeah. See, it's All right. So V I V Vendetta uh, is going to be beneath Slight, which is a great WWE movie. You should all check out. Um, and above Venom, how did Jordan coerce me into putting Venom above the mediocre Mason? <laughs> That must have been a fun movie. The best movie ever yeah. Yeah. B for Venom. You should earnestly check out Slight, though. Yeah. I've yeah, definitely Slight. got that higher than you, but it is uh, the best it's WWE really- movie I've ever yeah, seen. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What about The Marine? Uh, all right. I take uh, it back. Yeah. Can't beat John Cena. Uh, okay, where, am I, where am I putting this? Um, you had all, I bought no. you so much time. I know, I'm putting it well above Watchmen. I am going to be nicer to this than I am going to be than, than either of you guys did. I think I'm going to put this at number 39, um, which is Below the Mask, the best movie ever. <laughs> yes. Uh, but above The Incredibles 2, which I remember being shit, but for some reason is higher than Spider-Man. Yeah, Incredibles 2 is really high on my list also. I also thought that was... Yeah, I came away with pretty mediocre. Sorry, Jordan. You said yeah. thirty-nine was what in Roman numerals? Oh my god, that's what the hell uh, I thought. Yeah, X X X I X, right? No, I yeah, think this yeah, one you got D. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at that. X X X my D. <laughs> so uh, oh. mask on top, then V for Vendetta, then Incredibles two. And uh, I think that about does it. But what we will see you for next, and now that I'm saying it out loud, uh, we will be back to do the Snyder Cut. Uh, we're yep, we're promising that. Oh man, I am, yes, George, you all like five hours of that, but somehow they only shot six yes. new minutes of footage. Yes, yeah. Here's the thing, though. You, you motherfuckers are giving me grief about this, but there's no fucking way that you two wouldn't watch it independently anyways. 
Are you kidding me? That thing was it going to be like eighteen hours long or something? I'm not watching that. Andrew yeah. will watch. It. Oh come Andrew on! Will watch it. You'd see that. You'd know exactly how you'd see that when you go onto my HBO Now account. Oh, and you yeah. see a movie that I've tapped out of twenty minutes in. Like that's what yeah. you'd see. I'd go to the day the world met the Superman and then just leave. <laughs> Different movie, but yeah, yeah. Um, hopefully, hopefully we do other stuff. But that I really want to do the Snyder. Cut. Yeah, we'll, we'll do other stuff. Maybe not Snyder, but maybe. <laughs> uh, I've been neutered already. So, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, you went like, mad with power, so yeah, sure somebody did. had to rein you in. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so, this is it for me and for Andrew. Thanks for listening. Alex. Bye. Stay safe. Stay bundled up. One day we'll be back. And until then... Until then. Huh?